people uh, people in other universes they're not you so true you you re, you remember yeah, that that's like so viewer. true so true you remember so that true. you remember that important viewer. to remember i remember that, we got that that there are not m- multiple yous there's only yeah. one you okay yeah there those are other people like even within yeah, this are, like yeah, if stupid, it exists, if this, it exists, they're other, they're not you. There's yeah. even within this stupid ass idea of like this like borderline <laughs> like Scientology level like mysticism of of like how the world works within multiple universes, which is basically just to say. Uh, did you know that if you did something else, something else would happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> This movie. Oh, first we got to do that. Yeah, can someone do it, please? And that's our song. It's been a long time. Wait, hold on. You forgot something. And thank you, Stephen, for making that song. (laughs) Thank you, Stephen. Stephen made that song. It was a long time ago, and he made it by hand. Still is there by hand. He did not. He didn't make it using uh, child labor. I didn't use tiny hands. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I used my full-grown man hands. People, people, t- people say a lot of things about child labor and how bad it is, but let's be honest, it's a pretty cute term. <clears throat> child labor. Yeah, John, you're right. It's been a while. Can you? I understand you've prepared a paragraph or so explaining in detail why. The we're just uh we're all just we just don't care about doing this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the paragraph. That's the not, we weren't getting the short traction. long of it. That's the long short. That's the big short. The big short. We should blame the blame the subs. You you fucking subs. Yeah, people were not putting we were, in enough activity or no, work yeah, spreading we the message. Yeah, so we, we literally stopped were waiting. We were waiting for an audience callback the audience was supposed to be like yeah. no yeah. please when's the next yeah. episode <laughs> and then we would have been like oh dude we gotta do another episode but it just never came yeah we yeah. were checking the comments every day waiting for just one person to say come back or something yeah who's or our, like who's please our do like you a, know dogville like next a, please do who's our who's our fan who's like oh i don't we know have that a fan guy yeah yeah like actually comments like and legit listens yeah the it's awesome actually, guy it's actually yeah it's who's actually not wanted so for sick. any crimes who we know for a fact is not wanted for any crimes because we looked him up yeah listen the true crime at at hand is that the whole world hasn't seen everything everywhere all at once 2022 from daniel kwan and daniel scheinert daniels Mm -hmm. the real crime what Daniels. Uh, Daniels. They refer to themselves as Daniels. The real crime is that the whole world hasn't seen this movie and uh, understood and cried tears of joy that Indiana Jones boy has made it back. So true. He made it back. Guys, I know I'm not the only one who was just crying at the Oscars. Oh my god, yeah. 
crying. Oh my god. All these incredible movies. The Whale, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay, this is we got all these weird wins for actors who from now on who, who we all thought, oh, they're gone. And now they're back. I thought they were gone. Been given I, thought, I thought they, I were, thought gone. they were gone. I thought they were gone. But they're back. They were given a chance and they shined and brighter I than you could believe. Bright brighter than anyone thought possible. Yeah. And I'd say these movies definitely belong in the same sentence. Oh, that's that's hilarious. Uh, I think they're like that... opposite movies. <laughs> yeah, Troy, this is look, before we get too deep into absolutely <clears throat> I don't know what anybody's sentiments are, so I have no idea what the just kidding. I know what, I don't know what Steven believes. I know Steven. I don't know we how don't Troy, get... I don't know how you feel. So I can't I can't I like feel bad if I'm like participating in this cuz I feel like I'm either agreeing or disagreeing with something. Yeah, you're going in blind. I'm going in blind right now. You're gonna have to act. We're flying talk. blind. We're flying blind. Okay. Anyway. Well, I like the first part. So you brought up whale because yeah, I would use whale brought... to talk about why whale is better than everything everywhere all at once in a radical way. This maybe we can. Yeah, maybe we can get there. We can maybe, spend some time. We'll... <coughs> yeah, we will get there later. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe think so. We'll... Maybe at hour four or five, I'll run out of positive things to say about everything everywhere all yeah, at once. By the way, we about, don't. We don't have about the whale. We do have a somewhat limited amount of time here. Oh yeah. So we got to get to some juice, and I also just quickly want to say, I am scared about this podcast and about my takes on this film, because, to be honest, I've talked about them a lot, and I'm, I'm kind of just getting tired of talking about it, and I don't, <laughs> I have a ton of notes. I have a ton of notes. Ooh, that's good. And I'm looking at the notes, and I'm just thinking, what's the point? What is the point? <laughs> <laughs> what is the... Which well, the point obviously... Yeah. So, I, anyways. It's, yeah. It's time uh, to be but I'm, I'm excited to talk it's time about to be, it. It's time to be kind and share your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you have notes. And just in terms of what's the point, I mean, <clears throat> to state what we're all thinking, the obvious, you know, right, to state... Right. To, to address the elephant or the whale in the room... Uh, <laughs> You know, our eternal returns are going to mourn this podcast and the fact that it happened, you know, that we, we talked about this movie and not uh, something more worthwhile. So not true at all. This movie is super, <laughs> this movie is, this movie is seriously I know. so interesting to talk about. I think, yeah, no, I do is. agree with that. There's a, there's a, yeah. yeah, there's a reason Steven's tired of talking about it. It's because he spent so much time talking about it yeah. for a reason, you know? Yeah, like, I agree. It's, this is our generation's, uh, Bible, Bible. This, is, <laughs> this movie is the Bible. For millennials. How do we want to get started? Do we do? Oh yeah, we do the initial. I mean, yeah, I don't know. we can do initial yeah, takes. We can do initial, yeah. and, we can do initial yeah. takes. Let's keep them go short ahead, and Steve. sweet, though. Short and yeah, sweet. Yeah, go ahead, Steve. You sounds like you've got you 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 got some short and sweetness. Yeah. So the the obvious. <laughs> Steven, you're, Steven, you're short and sweet. Yeah, I'm pretty short. Uh, I'm not so sweet. Sometimes I'm a bit bitter, but that's okay because it's still tasty. Uh, like coffee but uh <clears throat> um the the film i saw it at the in the theaters with fellow podcast member brody and spe- and former special guest tony <laughs> and we uh tony it was i'll tell you what it was awesome going with tony because tony i could look to my right and tony was truly enjoying himself he was thoroughly enjoying 
I know his take, I'll give you his take, just his take is it was an okay film. And right. but he really liked it. He really liked it, but it, ultimately he agrees it was it was like okay. Okay, he says it's okay. Um my take is it was a pretty like boring and for that reason narratively bad movie. Like just I just was bored basically at past 15 to 20 minutes I was extremely bored. Uh, and there's a lot of like narrative and formal reasons for that. And I did not go in like a negative Nancy. I went in hoping to have a little bit of fun, maybe have some issues with the final philosophy, but ultimately it'd be a fun, fast, cool little thing. It wasn't that. It was really boring. And then at the very end, of course, the philosophy grates me and it was a problem. The oh philosophy like ruined things. Brody also, has just joined the call. It's so Brody has, we're already recording. Brody has joined the Discord. That's we are okay. going to have him hop on right. Wait, no, come back. Now he's left. I'm messaging him. Okay. okay. Uh, that basically wraps up my introduction thought, introductory thoughts. It was unfortunately boring in a way that I did not expect. And, of course, the philosophy graded on me. And the primary reason why it's boring is because the film dedicates so much attention to its morality slash philosophy that it's basically inseparable uh from like the the form and content and philosophy are all inseparable in a way that i will just briefly say is the problem of allegory the film follows a narrative sequence like allegory and allegory has faults and benefits it has it has things that it can achieve uniquely this film did not achieve anything special through allegory the al- the allegorical method that it subscribes to ends up hampering it end and and qed um i can i said my my thoughts next um the um uh so i've seen i watched it in theaters at first uh when it very first came out and then this morning i watched most of it um i wanted to watch the whole thing but i i did not have time but that's okay um but yeah i actually i very much enjoy watching this film both times uh <laughs> but i i i no i find it i i mean i think after i had talked a long time with steven about it um and having had some distance from it and then having re-watching it this time i actually all of my things that were thrown into doubt about it being boring and not entertaining were totally quelled and it's actually i think it's super entertaining and funny in a way that's not just like lay random reddit stupid whatever like it actually (laughs) is it actually is super funny at many points in ways that are not that don't rely on like some kind of whatever stupidly random lay epic random uh you know so but i but basically whatever i I, this um i enjoy the film i like it uh it's very entertaining um it's obviously i mean we'll we'll get into it but it is for many reasons uh totally incoherent uh morally and philosophically and it because it because it is it's like, I don't know, the film takes for granted many things which it actually rests upon that allow for the emotional weight to hit. But I will say that I think emotionally it does still hit and that this emotional hitting does not mean in any way what the filmmakers thinks it means. It actually is totally in spite of what they try to lay out. Um, but I don't know. 
I think it shows some serious chops and craft, a certain like uh emotional in touchness, you know, that um like yeah, a certain a certain like in touch with like the some kind of world of emotions and stuff, but ultimately it just I don't know. They could have I feel like they could have made a much better film if they just stuck to making something like humanistic and not like insanely epic powerful whatever they i don't know they tried to agree yeah but anyways but we can we can get into it but basically i really enjoy the film i think that it is extremely it is it is extremely interesting as something that is perfectly indicative of a very common contemporary uh worldview and mindset and kind of grounding and I think in that way, it is actually a very, a it is it is a very pertinent piece of art, um, because of its, in my mind, effective craft and emotional content, but is just so just schizophrenic and incoherent in its like grounding of of these things. Um. Anyways, whatever. That's all. Lots to say. Troy hates it. Um, <clears throat> so, listen. First, all this, you know, we got to get out of this. I, I saw it in a theater, you know. Fuck the theater. No, I'm not talking about <laughs> Secondly, this. Secondly, and thing. I think we all have the same take. Second, anyway, I saw it in the theater also. And then I watched it five times yesterday to prepare for this podcast. So five times. If at some point, yeah. So if you if you feel like, oh, Troy's not talking so much, it's because I'm the strong silent type. And <laughs> I have the most base take. I'm just not sharing it because I want other people to kind of have fun. Um, and then, uh, okay. And oh, yeah, so it seems like we're, we're already, you know, orbiting this, you know, this, uh, this boring versus, you know, the fun boring versus funny, not funny versus philosophically coherent, not uh, tetrahedral landscape and in that space i obviously fall within the uh was kind of fun but way more boring than you know i'm going on boring not funny but funny enough to compensate for how boring it is and then philosophically bankrupt yeah. uh, <laughs> category <laughs> But emotionally, but hold on, hold on. I'm aligning myself with John a bit on two. I'm aligning, I'll I'll align with John on one thing and then I'll disagree on the other. I'll align with the, uh, uh, John loves to say chops. I'm aligning with the chops. It is, (laughs) it is craft, you know, from a craft perspective, you know, although it really is, I think a fairly low bar, like from a craft perspective. And this is like their whole thing. Oh my God. Okay. Dude, when the aspect ratio changed, I came. Okay. But that's not fair. It's totally (laughs) fair because this movie, the the movie is so in love with itself, uh, formally. And that's fine when it's comparing itself to like whatever else is in the theaters on that day. Uh, anyway, so it is pretty fun and pretty well-made craft wise. Uh, sure, the VFX guys have no idea what subsurface scattering is, but I can I can I can give it a pass for that. Uh, and emotionally, even though I'm filled with disdain the whole time, I do get chucked up, choked up multiple times. But it's because I'm a big softy for, you know, all Crying. things good in the world. Um, Wait. what? Okay, 
You think I'm know. joking? No, I just don't know what you meant by good. Like, what part was good? Like, you mean, like, emotionality? Whatever. It's oh, I'm just sticks. saying, like, I, like, I'm a big time... I The audience doesn't really know that I work for <coughs> IMAX, and I'm a professional projectionist. So whenever I see, like, something I can vaguely project something really emotional onto, I will, and I will get oh, choked up. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't do that. That's, so, that's not fair. I, think... I know, I'm just messing, I'm just messing, I'm just messing. The film did, on that front, the film succeeded... In making you know making me feel some emotions uh, that were good, uh, and I like Steven's commentary about the allegory. I think, yeah, it is. It either is like, I think it fundamentally is like a I don't know either a bad allegory or like missing what makes a good allegory or like or like missing the point of what makes a good allegory. Yeah. I don't know, I'll take this weird too. The thing I'm going to disagree with John on is that we're going to get into it. We are not going to get into it. All right, that's, <laughs> that's uh, I'll keep it pretty short, pretty sweet. Where do I fall on all of these spectrums? Where Where are you, Brody? Everybody's dying to know. And it's pretty. it's pretty easy. Funny? Not really. Entertaining? Not really. Philosophically bankrupt? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I guess I'll leave it at that for right now. There, like, I'll, I'll have more to say hopefully later. But, uh, yeah. It's fine. You'll, you'll reveal yourself as we, uh, as, yeah, we, bro- as we talk about it. <clears throat> waiting, so happy to play a tra- Brody's gonna play a trap card and he's gonna fucking turn out to mog me by the end. He's a sleeper cell. He's gonna be like the guy who like he like is planted as like supporting something I've said or something. Yeah. But he's gonna he's gonna intentionally re- convert to John's side to make it look like to make the audience feel like everyone should convert yeah. to John's side. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, or, or yeah. maybe I'll like keep supporting you, but I'll like say like the wrong or stupid thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it just makes you <clears throat> look stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Brody is the literally me of the pod. So like, the audience. He's the Ryan Gosling. The Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I like how he's not the relatable character. He is the literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Um, I hope everyone relates to right. me. I, think I just want. Oh, oh God! Are you gonna say something? <laughs> I don't know. I was just gonna get started. I was gonna get into it. I yeah, do we like this? Do we do we down grand schema? Pipe. I don't want to get. I want to say this. I don't want to get super bogged down in like differences of taste because the conversation will be so boring and would just be like arguing about like, but this was funny or this wasn't funny or this was boring or this was this. It wasn't funny. None of it. No, no, I, I disagree. <laughs> I think, no, I think, on, guys, I think on, that guys. should be open game. That should be open game. I don't want to. Okay, fine. Everything's open game. I just wanted. I just. Whatever. Was, did you find the kung? Game, what, did you? So did simple. you? How about this? Let me. Let's just get a gauge for everyone's in like uh, sugar, taste. blood sugar levels. Everyone. So, <laughs> so, so when you when you're watching the kung fu scene, you're enjoying it. Is that correct? 100%. Yeah, it's impressive. Hmm. It's impressive. Well, whoa, well, top, 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 time out. Time out. Don't be telling me it's... Stop it. Stop it. One of the people from the movies. Do not be telling me you liked it because it was impressive. Do not be telling me that. Is that why you liked it? Or did you like it because it was good? Like, it was, it was like, it was right. 
it fit in. Oh, it was good. Okay. It was like, no, John yeah, yeah. Was like so, so impressed this is, so by this Michelle Yeoh's abilities. So this is something, of course. Uh, this is something. <laughs> she this, can okay, still this move is something like that. that Stephen, after you and I talked last, I was more because the first time I watched it, I like didn't even really think about it. I wasn't at first. I was. I mean, yeah. At first, when you know, the first time somebody said like the multiverse or something, I immediately was like, okay, like now it's this now, is gonna this, be good. There, this is where it all goes down. <laughs> yeah, we're and no, then, we're going and then, crazy here. And then this it, is and then be it awesome. kind of and then it kind of sustained, <laughs> and I was like, okay, this. Yeah, now it's like okay, now yeah. <laughs> Oh, so uh, this is one of those good ones. This is, yeah. oh, so this is one of the good movies, multiverse yeah. movies. Okay, All but right. yeah. So wait, instead, wait. instead it was kind of downhill, and then it was kind of like, oh wow, and then it kind of seduced me into liking it scene by scene. And then there's parts that are like, eh, and then it was like, ah, and then so. But anyways, but the point point being, this time around, I was much more doubtful about. I was I was because of what you had said. I was waiting for the um, the emotional core that I was uh, still convinced right. by to right. be totally undermined or undermined more so than I had uh, uh, realized the first time or really felt. Um, and even with anticipating that, um, I don't know, it kind of does, it does undermine it, but it's not, it's, I don't think it's actually that extreme. I think that it's, it's like, like, I think, I mean, I mean once, once again, again my, my point still stands that I feel like they could have made a better film if they had just like uh, not even tried to deal with the the meaningless multiverse, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the but that being said, if they're gonna do that, which I think there are some there are some but you know can moments, I, can I just, but, I don't, but whatever I want to I want to quickly point out that if they don't have the multiverse idea, they're not doing a kung fu movie. I they're not gonna what, have kung fu. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I, yeah, I was leading on, into is that because it. they have this multiverse movie there, they can do these other things. And I actually don't think that those other things like the Kung Fu or whatever are totally, are totally just antithetical just taking away from, from, I think that if I anything, think that I think that one thing that they did try to do that I actually was like, okay, like, yeah, yeah, I kind of understand what they're trying to do. And it is by having the, you know, absurd, like just, the fact that having a kung, uh, like, like some, some absurd kung fu scene, uh, should degrade the emotional, um, weight of the quote unquote real story going on, um, <clears throat> and and the th- the fact is that like, I don't know when I'm watching it, the kung fu happens, and then there's like a, and she's like back into being like whatever, and then Wayman's like. Uh, taxes or something yeah. and then you're like yeah. and then but and but you actually you still care when he says it and it makes it even <laughs> i don't know if anything it caused me like more anxiety i mean i think it did what it's supposed to do where i'm like anxious about her like caring about the whatever tax world um i was a little and, anxious during that that's true and, yeah. and, and and so if anything it made it it made it so it was kind of like you know i don't know i was seduced by it when it's happening it's like exciting and cool and this and that and then when it comes back to the emotional part it's like it's like oh my gosh and so it, i don't know it's like making me feel more anxious when the fighting is going on i think that you know the only the the thing that makes it not work is the fact that you know as soon as you say the word multiverse you've already whatever all of a sudden everything is meaningless and you know without even without them having to tell you 400 times it's like it just is you just don't care as soon as they introduce that and it's like you can't care about both at the same time so in that regard it does undermine itself from the beginning because it's like but that's the thing is like i don't ever watching this time around i didn't ever leave caring about the original world 
um it was like i i <clears throat> i don't know i viewed it more with the allegorical kind of aspect in mind where there's this whole multiverse meaningless thing is like quote unquote not real even though they still kind of claim it is real and even if like israel quote unquote does israel uh even though it doesn't happen or whatever even if it doesn't i don't know it's just whatever we can get into that that's like a mess but basically i enjoyed the kung fu i don't think it necessarily took away from the ultimate point i think it actually was effectively yeah, utilized yeah, my, I just want to say, my, any criticism I have of the film is hardly associated with the Kung Fu itself. I was literally just trying to gauge, like, a, an interest. Like, I just want I just want to oh, let sorry, it go down on the sorry. record that John sorry. liked the Kung Fu scene. I just want <laughs> that's, that's all I'm trying to get. <laughs> sorry, so, and then so I just want to, I want to go down on record and say... I just it want to get on how long to say yeah. 30 minute response like later. Wait, so you did like the Kung Fu? Yeah. I just want to get on record. I did not like the Kung Fu scene, but you know, we're, we're talking about taste. Look, I'm oh, also, wow. I've also realized that Kung Fu and action movie or like maybe, you know, action, not just like diehard action, but like imagine John Wick. Okay. The action movie. These are different than Kung Fu. I've, I'm starting to realize that Kung Fu, the, the allure of a Kung Fu movie is one of allegory whereas like an action movie is literally like the the action like the the spectacle the fight scene itself the combat the the crazy the like you know wood chipper in the background that they have to like throw people into as they're fighting and stuff like that (laughs) like uh which is like way different than kung fu kung fu is like it probably always has been like obviously like it's just it's just embodied philosophies fighting you know you're just watching two gods that represent different philosophies fighting each other and uh it's just you know an, an enactment of that which i guess i just don't really like that much um i don't know but i that was just a side con- the, the kung fu thing is not why the movie fails in fact and i also think you ended up bringing a really good point that during the anxiety uh inducing part where like you're getting all this information about the parallel universes this part isn't bad and is the very end of the compelling part of the story to me so the beginning is compelling and then all the way to this anxiety driving part while they're uh sitting in the tax office and she has to negotiate between this alternate reality plus just doing her uh the the audit you know that was very anxiety producing and good uh but basically after that i just i mean i just think it got really boring and i can explain why i I don't know if anybody else wants to say anything first um yeah or for yours to me i kind of want to hear troy the silent but deadly type uh come in and say a little (laughs) word real quick okay we will kind of just get past even not liking a genre that just happens to only come from a certain region of the world i think <laughs> um, american what? unironically yeah whatever the kung fu's lame the real the real <laughs> juice is what well hold on hold on hold, john let it go I'm down on the record to come to your rescue and let it go down, down for the record sorry, sorry, that sorry, troy sorry, does sorry. not like the kung fu sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> let it go down on the record let, let him let the man speak let him okay. cook right, okay right, so right. uh but in terms of what this movie has going for it, in terms of why I sit there and watch it and don't turn it off, it's probably the Kung Fu. And not literally <laughs> the Kung Fu, but I mean like this whole, right, this whole, you know, second narrative is like 
Well, I think the real beef and at the core of the whole philosophy uh, corner of our tetrahedron is, uh, you know, the real juice of the movie. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know, the action, the action, so to say, is what keeps it like just stimulating enough, just dopamine inducing enough to kind of sit and, you know, nod along, you know, and keep going. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine, you know, it's weird to, I don't know what, I mean, if it didn't have it, it'd be different, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Kung Fu itself is not particularly interesting or good. Let it be known on the record, Troy does not like Kung Fu. Well, but anyway, so this is to say that, I don't know, we're not for, you know, the Kung Fu keeps it moving along, you know, it keeps me satiated. Uh, because it's not giving me anything else. Uh, the multiverse thing, I think it's honestly, I can see this movie having this whole, this same whole structure, but ending differently and me being like, all right, kind of based. Dude, like, <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I, you know, I can propose yeah, an ending. Yeah, You're right, absolutely right. I don't right. think multiverse, yes. I don't think the injection or the presence of this structure or this whole multiverse thing makes everything meaningless, but the movie thinks it does. And the movie, you know, all this type of stuff, right? So, yeah. like, there's all that. And then I think we all have the same take that uh, they should have just made the quote-unquote main story. Sure. I but, mean, I should but, have, but yeah. Well, I don't know, should I mean, have, but movie. that's what we, you know, the ultimate aspiration is to make that, right? And we can get into, like, how all the, the ultimate corruption of this whole structure because that's kind of what it's all about, right? But, um, you know, like, we, look, we're talking about, we're talking about a blockbuster, a wannabe blockbuster hit, you know? We got to think about, yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, the whale is like, well. Well, we have to, you know, we have to hold it to an appropriate standard. You know, these people, like, if we, like, oh, they should have made the, the, no, sorry, the real problem is that they, the movie, the film wants to align itself with something greater than what it's ultimately actually trying to be, right? It wants to be like, oh, we're a, we're a blockbuster action flick, but actually, your life's important. You know, like this like bullshit, you I know? Think I, think so. I think so. I think so. Because true. they want to make this, right? The main story, think about the main story, right? Like this is, you know, it had, this is the, emotion, the emotional soul of the film and what, you know, real life and blah, blah, blah. They can't make that. No one wants that. At least not at the AMC theater. Right? So they'll, oh, let's make it crazy. Let's make it this. We have to make an action movie that actually is kind of philosophically no, interesting I, and Rick and Morty. Have you have you met <laughs> have you have you Rick and Morty met? Have you watched interviews of the directors? No, and I never will. They, okay. This oh. is their their <laughs> another philosophical this, divide. No, this no, I was gonna say the <laughs> the um the impulse to make the film lay random multiverse action movie runs a lot deeper than a calculated decision. Yeah. It's not a state. It's not a state of culture or a state of the industry. Oh, you can't get a movie funded. Mm -hmm. These people want to make this lay movie. random. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. movie like, and that's, and that's, it, it's, and that makes They're, it even, this, even worse. <laughs> yeah, the the, <laughs> yeah. The, the the impulse to like, yeah, to suddenly be like, here's a sincere thing, and then there's a dildo or something is like 
that's like his whole that is how he is. <laughs> like, like, no, yeah, I, yeah. Do, do you think? I don't, so? think I don't doubt it. To his wife, he would like go down on one knee, and then he proposes to her with the ring, but it's on a dildo. It's on a yeah. it's on a hot dog. Yeah, no. Or, or like, like it's a spray bottle that sprays her in the face with water, like a little gag. It opens up. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, flower. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't doubt the sincerity. I just mean that that's still the world this film exists in. Sure. Of a big budget. I mean, big release. I no. I mean, it's. I'm not just a saying big... we wouldn't. I'm, I'm saying this... we wouldn't be talking about this film if they had just made the original film, unless they were truly mm, no. great directors. No, no, no. I don't think this is true. There's lots yeah. of films that have come out like somewhat recently that are almost about basically the same <clears throat> sort of thing yep. that didn't that didn't exceed that didn't try to do. I mean, this film's popularity and massive appeal. Definitely, mm-hmm. it would not have launched in the same way without it having all of these kind of aesthetic interests and and expressions and sentiments and humor and all this stuff. I agree with that that it wouldn't have been as popular or huge, but I think it could have been. Definitely, I mean, I don't know. There's like that movie that came out called The Farewell. Mm-hmm. It's another kind of like Asian American. Yeah, I've like, seen. It. I see yeah, every yeah. Chinese film. Yeah, yeah, it's like the same. It's like the, it's like a very right it's a very similar core. It's very like similar color Chinese. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it reminds very... Chinese core, <clears throat> dude. Chinese American. Yeah, Chinese American family, core. family, <laughs> family's Chinese. I'm American, but I'm also Chinese. Uh... It should be sta- for, 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 for the listeners. It is important to humble ourselves. We are we are all Caucasian, Chinese. All Chinese. Americans. So, so we I, do. My, well, well, my parents a are Chinese, but I'm American, and wait, my. <laughs> um, <clears throat> were you gonna say something, uh, Brody? Uh, yeah, but I don't remember what it was anymore. Uh, so, can I say something? Yeah. So, so the um. Did you see Swiss Army Man, Troy? Did you? Were you there in Ivy Theater watching that with me? Swiss mm, Army Man with Daniel. I don't Radcliffe? believe. I don't believe so. Do you know about that movie at all? Uh-uh. Uh, I'm not really... I guess I won't spoil it, but I watched that movie, and it had elements of lay random, but honestly, it was within this... It was within a context that seemed to not undermine itself. It, it, it achieved lay random in a kind of like sentimental way, and I enjoyed it. And then uh, in Ivy Theater, they actually had the director, um, the... What, what are the two directors? It's one of the Daniels... Sh- shirt? Shirt? Shite, Shiter, Shriter, Shrit. What's his name? One of the uh, guys, Shiner. Shiner. He. Yeah, Shiner. He showed up and gave a really brief talk at the end of the film, end of the screening. Whoa. Uh, and he. People were asking questions like, "What did what did the you know big fish mean? What did yada yada mean? You know, just asking questions about the film, right?" Mm Mm-hmm. And he was saying answers like, well, I just thought, you know, when I was like making this movie, it was just like really funny to think like, what if, you know, Daniel Radcliffe was just like standing there and then like he just got really fat and then the crowd laughs and he means it. Yeah. And then and then like I was wondering like, you know, and then I was just thinking, you know, the whole time, like, what if he just started like going, you know, when he was like big mm-hmm. and it's like it was he he just demonstrated like a level of commitment to the lay random that was really depressing because it showed that it wasn't even proffering some sort of uh like it wasn't just a form to achieve certain philosophical ends or something it was 
at the very core of him and his philosophy and what he enjoys and his sincerity is this. And I, so I suddenly felt like I watched a way, this was, this is why you shouldn't watch interviews with directors, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I suddenly felt like I dislike this movie so much more now because I felt like the lay random was in service of something and it was difficult to discern what, but I was kind of scrambling to do so. It was fun to get my gears going thinking about the film um, during the, during watching it and afterwards. But after his interview, I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to think about this movie at all. This was, oh, you mean it was really just like a bunch of stuff? Like it wasn't, and I'm not even saying that now I'm a fan of the unconscious. So I don't even, I don't even think Mm -hmm. that there isn't merit to investigating things uh, contrary to what a director says. I think that is true. I think uh, that just the way this happened and the lay randomness aspect just really overwhelmed any sort of sense of curiosity I would normally have in uncovering something's hidden meaning. I uh, I actually think, like, <clears throat> uh, I haven't seen Swami Man in a long time, but in terms of EO... Oh, E-E. Yeah, E-E-A-L-A. Everything everywhere, yeah. It's like... It, what it what is what it reminds me of and what his humor reminds me of is I don't know if you guys have ever been on your uh watching uh comedians on YouTube grind but uh <laughs> <laughs> uh comedians like on Factory. yeah comedians on YouTube getting coffee no not like laugh factory but like skits oh. Oh, um okay. and then every once in a while you'll come across somebody um, whose humor ha- has been so clearly been like they're they're spewing internet at you, you know, but it's it's in the, it's in a way that's like difficult to like fully like gauge how like I know this I feel like, but like I, like going through their youtube channel is like feels like you're scrolling through like reddit posts you know of memes and like le existential memes and like le random memes and it's it's like meme based but without explicitly saying any memes necessarily um and so like in that sense like it's le random but only like super constricted within its like very specific like it's it's random but i can almost expect it as if that makes sense like i i know what's happening already like there's no real connection it's just presenting a copy of the thing rather than like merging it with some relevant well there's that and also like when when you get like hot dog fingers right Mm -hmm. like six times uh, yeah it's like you like <laughs> like that like hot dog fingers is le random but it is like one of the most common le random things that you could do if that makes sense like yeah true it definitely yeah it's not yes so like and yeah. i i don't know that was a roundabout way of saying that it like it's it's just it's just yeah, Not you're saying funny. randomness. Yeah, randomness became super predictable. Like its its use of randomness was predictable, and so it lost even the element of lay random that could have generated some sort of like fun. Yeah, some and, something and fun, yeah, something fun, or some kind of yeah, a uh, kind of a subconscious, unconscious, conscious 
kind of uh <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> thought based yeah. it fell within it fell within like the well defined le random instead of actually being random shit yeah yeah listen raccoonie come on guys <laughs> so dude tony was laughing at that tony loved and that was awesome I, I if i hadn't seen tony laughing at that I would have not smiled for the last hour of the film. <laughs> but thank God I saw Tony smiling at that. I was like, thank God he's having a good time. That's awesome. I genuinely was vicariously loving that he was smiling at the film. It was so fun. I don't know. <laughs> I like Ratatouille a lot. I like Ratatouille. I I thought Rakakuni was funny. It's not right. It's John Logan. It's not like it's not the worst. I enjoyed it. I was not I was not mad or confused or uh, felt like it was totally unnecessary. John, to make you to make you sure you're enjoying this pod, I will uh, occasionally interrupt everything that's going on and say Rakakuni. And you'll yeah. get a little chuckle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dude, the, yeah, he, yeah. Go on. I yeah, was just say, yeah, that's the type of humor. Like, it was funny enough for me to be like, just deep down in my head, having a little like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Tony. I'm not Tony laughing, and I'm definitely not. Tony smiling. was laughing. I'm not smiling, but. It, okay. I'm smiling. I'm smiling in the inside. Just give me a little smile. Like, yeah, I like Ratatouille. Rakakuni, that's pretty good. <laughs> what, about, what about the what about i mean i feel like there's i i noted it when i was watching it now i can't remember i can't remember what it was but oh, you think this like, movie's funny certain, Name three like funny i was things. basically i was noting i was keeping track of moments that were funny that were not lay random at all and were just like i thought yeah. genuinely funny and a lot of them were like character driven jokes you know Horse not life. just like not just people saying funny things or funny things happening but like like yeah, people saying things that were funny that yeah. were part of their character, you know. Um, well, I, I liked the joke. I genuinely meant, so I said this, I think, before we were recording. The best joke in the film was you're living your worst life. And because it was like, it was both, it was narratively relevant to her. It explained the circumstance and like why the plot can proceed from where it does. Like all these parallel universes, it gives like a, a fun little um, pseudo MacGuffin explanation it completes us it's it completes a circle of like some sort of allegorical christ-like property of her um and i found all of that you know i found i found this confluence which i didn't think like at the moment i'm watching it i found this confluence these things like merit the joke and the joke is decent and i kind of was like <laughs> okay again though that was like i don't know like even that's playing off of the cultural idea of, you know, uh, living your best life, you know, living your worst life. But that's okay. That's fine. You're making a joke that relates to, you know, that that's fine. That's a joke. I don't mind that. Uh, here's the problem with the freaking hot dog fingers and Rakakuti. These weren't just jokes. These were plot devices that took up probably 15, 20, 25 minutes of screen time seeing these stupid realities that are mirrors of the things that we could see in other more important realities where i like any any emotional sentiment like watching whatever um the the actress who plays the um auditor jamie lee curtis yeah watching her get like hot dogs shoved into her face in this lesbianic romance between her and michelle yo is like i don't want to watch that for more than you look you want to put that on for 30 seconds to a minute as a fun little joke a side parallel universe fine you, you don't have to spend like eight to ten minutes on that parallel universe seeing that yeah. 
when it's yeah. just the same emotional development in like eight different parallel universes. I don't know. The the yeah, ratios were off. It was the, like important to the movie, like yeah. plot wise. Yes, it was. The jokes to earnesty ratio during any moment of climax, mm. which which happens twice, was problematic because it just wasted so much time Ooh. and lost so much emotional weight in the narrative we care about, which is like two or three of the universes, which is I, her as the actress. And the, okay, go on. What do you say? Well, I think I think even in the I think even in the hot dog finger universe though there is a like i i don't know i think there is something emotionally convincing about them being in like a relationship even though it's like you know it's like mostly a joke but there's also i mean i don't know i like watching it this time around too i was like you know it wasn't just so like oh shocking surprise hot dog finger time you know like and there's like uh something i noticed about the spending time in every single one of the universes is that like each one is you know built off of some absurd like random joke you know <clears throat> but the what's going on inside of each one is like substantive drama and there isn't even in the rakakuni nope. one is like it's still absurd stupid nope. it, funny, it's fake Okay, I agree. I, I know what you're saying. It's it's, but it's not substantive drama because it's the same drama. It's a parallel drama of what's occurring in the reality we care about, but in a situ in a situation where you don't like. Are do you actually like? Are you getting teary eyed or like wrapped up in the, the hot dog fingers narrative? Do you no, are you like thinking like? I'm not getting like teary eyed, but like, like but... what if they just omitted it? Did it matter? Did it even like matter? It it was a joke that they just like took to an extent. They spent way too much time on it. Like it well, didn't add to any sentimental compounding, and they waste climax time on it. And it's not to showcase novel drama development. It's to showcase the same drama development that's occurring in the realities that are more drama intensive, which are the obvious three or something like that. Well, I think, yeah, but, but I think the point the point being is that they're like even in this stupid, absurdly random universe, like the it like matters that like even like they're that this and you know it, it's like sad when they like whatever when she's like getting angry at jamie lee curtis like the like i don't know it's not like hugely it's not it's it's obviously nowhere even close to the emotional impact or weight of like the long car the, the original yeah or like the original the, or, like or the, the original yeah the yeah. original or the i mean yeah if you're gonna okay Whatever I mean, the hot dog one is like the more extreme one, which and I, think, but yeah. I think is and the Rakakuni and and in that way I think is still worth making the point about it. But they obviously are the weakest case for it. But I think that like the point still stands that they are still like their own little things. And the point is that like oh it's so stupid and random and blah blah blah. But it like still there still is like a sense that it like matters in that world, and that's kind of the point that they're trying to make. And I think that like it's obviously most pertinent and there's actually something more substantive being said outside like those i guess like the raccoon and the hot dog things they really are mostly developing this kind of parallel idea that is still being made in the original thing while the kind of the wong car why like where they would ever never were together and um and um yeah she's like an actress or whatever a kung fu actress etc that this universe actually does actually serve to develop something, you know, slightly more, or at least does more legwork 
and like is the more substantive thing to point out and be like what it actually is functionally doing that the other story either could do but is doing it in a different way so it's still interesting and additive that the other one that the hot dog raccoon don't but i don't know i mean the point being i mean i don't know i still i don't think i don't think it's totally pointless or just like the movie well, i don't think it's pointless i agree making. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, I don't I'm think I don't think that. I don't okay. think they're just making jokes. I think like the point they're making no. is like still the, the pro. I agree. Yeah, but, but but my problem is that this is a fail of narrative. This is a failed narrative. Like saying like what you're saying is absolutely true. They are attempting to maintain narrative consistency, drama, con- dramatic appeal during these moments of jokes. I'm saying they'd be better as just jokes as one-offs because. Instead, they diminish the overall drama content of anything else. Mostly, and I agree that you're, they're trying to show that even in the this arbitrary world with that's bond as a joke, you can still treat things earnestly. That that's true, but simply saying that that's what's attempting to occur or like that's uh, underneath, that's what's undergirding why they do it, doesn't mean that it's not ultimately draining to watch. Like. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you can warrant like I mean a, it felt like a legit I mean it'd be it'd be impo- it'd be fun to like calculate all the time that they wrap up in that but these these side worlds it's as if it's as if um you know a Rick and Morty episode or like a Family Guy episode does something where they want to start with it they they say a joke premise and then it cuts to that scene and then you don't know how long it's going to be is it going to be a a two minute scene is it going to be a six minute scene. But what it turns out is it's like a full on like 10 or 15 minute episode of the of the show is based on this one little gag, which is not how Family Guy and like Rick and Morty typically operate unless that's explicitly like a a mechanism of their episode, which is that we're just going to joke around about the fact that we're going to create a whole world through a gag reel. Instead, the gag reel takes up a, a very calculated period of time so as to not lose overall interest in the plot. You know, like you can't you can't have these no matter how much fun or like dramatic sincerity you think you're instilling in these absurd components it doesn't just saying that that's the case doesn't mean that it's not still pulling my attention from the things that matter especially at moments of climax look you want to do these parallel dramatic things that's fine why would you like ruin your own climax by devote like splitting it your time effectively in half and drawing or rather extending your time doubling the climax length and therefore reducing the amount of value that the climax has because you've increased the amount of time it takes to convey the same message. It's just... Mm-hmm. No, so because I, 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 yeah, go on. Well, no. Sorry, let me just say one... I'll say it's pretty short. I agree about the climactic thing about dedicating like a lot <clears throat> of time towards these things. Like I feel like they still could have had... The, okay, well, yeah, two things. The main thing is that I feel that uh i mean i don't know we're reaching a point of where it's like a difference in how we experienced it where like i did not find those scenes particularly draining or like you know when they're first introduced and spent time in you know and developed you know i found like i i did not i personally did not find them very draining or like seriously like taxing in my ability to care about the original problem and the original kind of drama mm-hmm. that like I I agree is the kind of the main point and I care about the most. But um so I don't know. So at that point it's like I don't know. I don't I mean I don't really know where to go from there as far as just like what what is or isn't wrong with it. Um because I just like didn't feel that way watching it either time. But the um 
but the when they but yeah i agree about the climax being dragged on and too much time being spent just kind of sort of like just rubbing in the point by spending more and more time and making all like finishing all of these whatever little narratives like wrapping them up making yeah. them right you know yeah like i feel like i i mean at that point it's like i did kind of wish like man this is a long movie i wish that they spent more time kind of actually going through the sort of you know just her like arguing with her daughter about uh yeah. being gay or something you know yeah like yeah. <laughs> like like that Absolutely. would have been that would have been more interesting so i agree i agree in that i agree in that respect Okay. Yeah, I wish they had spent more time getting into like the details and logistics of the multiverse technology <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> that actually would well, have been fun. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I think it feels like all of this is just ultimately more expressed displeasure at the ultimate structure because it's like, right, you have like the original universe whose significance and importance is truly rooted in our emotional we're, yeah. we're captivated by it. It's what we started off with. It's our main story, so to say. But, like, the whole mission, right, of, like, bolstering the significance of this moment and why it matters is because there's all these universes where all these different things are happening. And at every moment, there's an infinite number of universes that are thematically, emotionally, plot-wise relevant. I think the plot is the real trick. Like, that's where it's, like, virtually evil because it's, like, if they, then you know, oh, if we can't get you to actually care about this moment in its infinite grandness by actually showing you, you know, some real shit, we'll show, we'll, we'll convince you that there's a thousand different plots all taking place that are all plot-wise related to this real-life moment, and so that's why it's so important. It's so important because there's a thousand mm. plots and a thousand people that all, you know, blah, blah. Yeah. so it's Joe, like Joe Rogan. Whoa. Yeah, like if you want to have this climax, <laughs> right? But the reason the climax is so important or matters so much is because there's all these different worlds that are all converging emotionally and plot-wise to this climax. And then you have to split your time to all those different worlds because that's your whole strategy is to convince the audience that this is really big and important because there's this whole imaginary hundred different plots all taking place. You know, Then you have to actually spend this stupid time with all these different plots that we aren't even emotionally sold on individually right but our our emotional commitment to the original plot is transferred onto this little subplot because we know that it's actually about the original plot but it's also this kind of like stupid joke yeah it, but then it, wait it guys it's not always the very beginning and it's not just a joke it's serious yeah kind of like this movie and like <laughs> just because we're funny doesn't mean there's not something real and emotional and significant about this but why is it real and emotional and significant because it's tied to this event and why is that event emotionally significant because there's a thousand universes tied to that event yeah well, mean, why do those matter because it's yeah. because, you know and it's like it's it's almost you know so anyway like the hot dog finger stuff is like whatever and i agree with like brody's point like it's not even like it isn't actually crazy kooky enough for me to like really like it it's just like oh okay this is random hot dog fingers <laughs> and also <laughs> it's like expected. kind of a waste yeah. of time because what i actually care about is not this but then i do care about the hot dog fingers a bit because i know it's about the thing i care about and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. yeah like all For like sure. i mean i mean imagine just making like a constellation film who's right right you want to you want to have like 50 sub narratives to bolster the ultimate grand importance of this like climax where it all comes well, together but the, the 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 byproduct is you actually have to 
try and sell the audience on 50 sub narratives, which you're not going to be able to do. Well, not because only because you don't have the time, you don't have etc. Not only that, but like like let let's say let's say they could sell me on 50 sub narratives, okay? Which, you know, they should have. They John says the movie's too long. It <laughs> should be 50 hours long. I want to watch 50 individual universe yeah. movies. Like, I mean, it would, I mean, there would be, there would be actually, like, if there's like, yeah, like, like a series of films in which she lives different lives and you're totally sold on them and then something. We, we have I mean, officially I mean, I interrupted Brody. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Brody. Let's say, like, you could have been, <laughs> like, sold on, like, all these sub narratives all at once. And, uh, uh, and so the the problem becomes mostly like that what they're leading to you to and not to not to open the pandora's box of the floodgates why, yeah the, the floodgates of how corrupt is this movie because at this point we're all just going to be talking to each other and you know self-lacio about how we all agree that it's corrupt but that it leads you to nowhere it doesn't even fill out its own point very well it's like it's it like starts to like say like okay you know i'm I'm like kind of on board i'm can kind of get with it like okay sure life is uh meaningless um you know because it's like ultimately vast and whatever right you know just nihilism whatever i'm okay f- sure lead me down that direction i don't care and then it goes, and then um, they're like, "But you, you should care anyway," says the mom. And then, as the daughter's walking up, and he says, "Because she's in love or whatever," and she says, "Don't you understand? It all ends in the end, right?" And you know, blah blah starts to march up the stairs, and it's like, okay, you know that that is like the nihilistic, like th- this is following its own logic and its own argument, and like trying to push itself. It appears, right? Uh. You know, as much as I don't even like this line of thinking to begin with. And then it just, it just ends. It's like, what you, and then she like stands up and she's like, we should be kind. And then like goes through this whole like sequence and it's, and then like really how it ends up, climax. and then yeah. how it ends up resolving itself, like within its own idea of like what it's trying to present you as like in some sort of idea for, <clears throat> I don't know, meaningful living or why you should like not be a nihilist or maybe, or I guess positive nihilism is like. It doesn't even fully explore that idea. I'm watching hot dog fingers. Like, there's nothing happening. Yeah. It is no, crazy definitely. how much it fails to even, like, deal with its own concern of, like, yeah. its whole, right? It's, like, literally almost trite. Like, the bagel, right? The bagel is, okay. you know, nothing nowhere all at once. And yeah. in the end, she's like, no, we're at, we are actually everything everywhere all at once type of attitude. Mm-hmm. But then they finish the movie with her being like, you know, like with with the ultimate like, why why should I engage in this relationship? And Evelyn says, because nothing matters, you know. Yeah, and it's, so it's, 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 insane. Yeah. But it's literally so like insane. it is exactly the pleb take of okay, <clears throat> yeah, like nothing matters, so we can create our own meaning, and it just stops. And it's not like well, no, you know, then it like, says its its meaning is the only through line across all meanings is kindness. Right, so it posits kindness as the through line across all possible moral structures that people want to individually make. Um, but the problem is that first, obviously, there's a there's an extreme logistical problem of kindness, and just feels it's such a bank, bankrupt term. Like it's so ill defined, yeah. and it obviously just means in the context of this movie, all it means is giving people what they want, 
Like it has nothing to do with because that's all that montage of the stairs is, right? She just gives people what they want in a, in a montage yeah. of every single thing, even spanking the uh, the guy who's like sexually, you know, the joke mm-hmm. about him being um, like a sadomasochist yeah. or something. Um, you're gonna spank him because that's what he wants. So you're gonna give everybody every everybody what they want. The problem is that, and this is something I was talking about with John, like the obviously the meaningful component, if you've been watching the film at all, is the family structure and the drama. Which means meaning to have watched the film at all is to have already been undergirded and supported by meaning itself, a meaningfulness of the family mm. or of a relationship. You're about to blow and, the fuck out. And so like this, this, there was no, at no point were things meaningless to the audience aside from the lay random jokes that kept intruding over and over again. The meaning was, the, the reason we watched this movie was because things are not meaningless and because... We, you know, the meaning was in the family drama. And of course, that's how they're going to resolve it is they're going to bring things full circle. And she's going to resolve the drama by saying, it doesn't matter what's going on because I love you. Well, exactly. Because that's the meaningful part. You, you, you omitted the meaningful part and just resolved it. But you said that it was because it's meaningless. That was well, ridiculous. Hold dude. on. The film, well, hold on. the film totally appreciates this point And I think is super consciously both about the world and film. Like it. Right. I feel like my take or my sense is that the whole like nothing matters. We can do anything. Right. She says that we can do whatever we want. Right. Which, you know, and uh, right. Which doesn't actually resolve the issue. But like the, the film itself is saying, well, why is this meaningful? Because I can. I can create a, a, a system of meaning, which is this whole yes. multiverse device, right? But, but the, the, the actual meaningfulness in that multiverse device is the fact that we're watching the film, right? It's like, I can create a story for you that will make this meaningful, which, yeah, I agree, kind of undermines the fact that the only reason we even care about that is because we were initially sold on the original meaningfulness of the family drama. Yes. But it's... That- uh. But like I, I'm just saying, like they're I think they're clearly well, aware of like well, the me, mechanism by which film is making, you know, no, film is meaningful because no, the mo- story and stuff, and we're making this moment in their life is meaningful with all these fake universe stories. And blah, no, blah, no, blah, no, blah. your your most your former point, the point you had just made, was the point I'm making, the most important point that I was trying to make. And John, I'll let John get a word in, but yeah. just that uh that we are sold the re- like it's not I'm yeah, not just trying to make sold. a meaning like and the film commits itself to that meaningfulness. That's the only reason we care about Michelle Yeoh resolving this world crisis or anything is because of the family conflict, because that's what's introduced and we're sold on it at the beginning. I know. So but things I, are meaningful from the out right, from the get go. I know, but things are meaningful from the get go, not because we're looking at a screen, right? But because it's like the story and the narrative of cinema and all this stuff, right? And then I think they're conceptually trying to make it bring that point into more explicit reality and saying like, this is how you should live your life. Like this is why your life is meaningful for the same reason this film is meaningful because it's got story it's got narrative and where is that coming from well we can make it whatever we want we can make these ridiculous hot dog universes and we can do anything nothing matters we can do whatever we want and that's why this film is meaningful no, but, that's but why things... your life is meaningful and blah, blah blah but it doesn't like the reason the daughter right all the nihilism st- starts with i can do whatever i want why should i do this you know like it doesn't really contend with that but do you know what i'm saying um Steven, do you want to respond? Or... Uh, I'll let you. I think I have okay, a way to I, respond, but I'll let John. So I think... Um, so I think... I think that an important thing, though, is that the... 
the meaningless they, they basically there's some kind of like you know it's all meaningless but it actually you know there is meaning and it's meaningful and we don't know why it's like totally there's still an acceptance of there being i can't talk while this is playing i'm going to switch screens i, I have a turn um, oh. um the yeah that there's like that there's like this this fundamental disconnect between them being able to have a meaningful like familiar familial relationship and this idea that things are meaningless and that there's like even though there is like we can do anything we can like create our own meaning or something that even to be able to do that it's like not it literally cannot be in spite of things being meaningless because things being meaningless is a total end like that's like you can't go anywhere from there you know what i mean like that's like like things cannot be meaningful yeah. if things are meaningless and it can't be like oh but it's so you know humans are just so absurd and crazy or something and it just happens anyways it's like cuz there's there's like a reality that's assumed outside of human experience that is meaningless which literally like doesn't that's just in, that doesn't even make any sense like that isn't that's like incoherent it's not like a real yeah. Thing. Yeah, like like meaning meaning is presupposed in the sa- the statement that things are meaningless. Yeah. Meaning created meaninglessness, meaning that meaning existed superordinately. And I'm not saying that in a cringe way. Like it was the primary thing. Meaning gave way to the statement things are meaningless. And it's the only reason we care about that statement is because meaning already like preceded it. Preceded it. I think that's the why the film's like bankrupt. Like I genuinely think that's like a huge bankrupt philosophical point of the film. You don't. It's not like you come to this. Well, things are things are meaningless. Therefore, we make our own thing. No. What the real thing that's being said is there is no institution or God which defines what is meaningful. Therefore, we make our own thing. But the problem is that we already know that it's not that an institution makes things meaningful for us. It's it's the sociocultural conditions that we find ourselves within, such as having a family structure and things like this, which you can't just break out of. And that's why the film itself never even attempts to break out of. At every point, it wants to commit itself to the family because it is enmeshed in the idea that the family precedes any concept of meaninglessness. And also... That's what I would say. Yeah, I, I'm, I really like that. Also, like, it's, it's so funny how... You know, it's sort of like wants to propose you the idea like, oh, you know, so we could do anything we want. Right. And then so like there's this sort of like spoiled brat moment where the the tax lady starts to walk up and she's like, man, and then she like breaks shit or whatever. And like, I could do whatever I want. Ha party, you know, and then she's about to get fucking owned because life doesn't work that way. Like silly lady. And then and then she just gets bailed out by her husband who's like actually like more based you know like he's but it's through his kindness it is it is through his it is through his kindness but i think it still completely undermines itself because like you can't just do anything that you want you can't just like make like and then it and and it's just and it but and it told like the film totally shows you that right yeah and then and then it just sort of like bails itself out through like trying to shoehorn in this kindness narrative but it doesn't it doesn't uh like actually deal with the problem which is like that you can't just do anything that you want and then also be nice right like yeah you get yeah it kind of it kind of there's a yeah the whole be kind thing is interesting because be kind is essentially 
like the like the the perfect example is the the kind of the BDSM guy on yeah. the stairs and she like spanks him because the being kind is to do you know fulfill others like wishes subjective wishes yeah yeah subjective wishes and that this is the basis of meaning which the thing is is that yeah it doesn't that it that can't, <laughs> that can't exist without there being some kind of something underneath that of how that was formed you know it can't just be like you can't just exist in meaninglessness and then like suddenly just form so i don't know it's like you have like first you have like meaninglessness and then what literally can't logic logically follow is this kindness thing because it can't exist and then kindness isn't even the you know the 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 principle that is underneath the familiar relationship working out either where it's like some kind of respecting of each other's worldviews like there's still something that is like I don't know. There's still, I don't know, whatever. It just, it just, it, it's just like, it, it tries to take this, start with like meaninglessness and then like kind of build towards the family thing. And it just doesn't, I, it doesn't, it can't I, go there. I also want to very briefly mention about this whole pot, like the way in which these parallel narratives are meant maybe to showcase some sort of constructive ethic that even in these alternate worlds, like the hot dog fingers, we still have, we, we see a different morality espoused because apparently she's now lesbianic or something like that um, in this parallel universe. But that uh, we see that she didn't construct, it's not like she consciously constructed a morality that led to her or philosophy of meaning that allowed her to arrive at this. No, she's just a subject to a certain philosophical meaningfulness that then gave way to this, uh, this relationship with the auditor. So even in that's in every in every parallel di uh, dimension, a meaningfulness is subtending why those drama narratives matter at all. Mm -hmm. So things at at no level are things meaningless. That is an empty statement. That's just wrong, and they don't really contend with that at all. Things are meaningful despite any statement of the word meaningless. So every time it's said that things are meaningless, I just it's just wrong. It to me it literally yeah, is just yeah. a wrong statement. I will contend with. Okay, Sorry, I was just saying it's because it, it, the reason, but they think that they can make. I think they're, in some ways, aware of this that you know things yeah, can't absolutely. be meaningless. But the way that, but it's because they are claiming that is something that is happening outside of human experience, and that we exist in spite of that thing, and that's like the, and that's like and that but the, and I don't know but that whatever doesn't make any sense. But, I, I think uh, I actually know what you mean, but go on, Joy. I want to contend with Stephen quickly yeah. to John's point. I agree, and kindness, right? Like, and almost by like constrained by the prison of a structure they've built for themselves, right? Like, they ultimately want to espouse kindness as good, but they need to do so plot wise, right? So you've got the the steps, right? You've got the 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 stair scenes, where yeah, like kindness is basically satisfying their desires. But why, why is that a good thing? Like, what makes kindness good within the plot allegory? Because it it helps them fight their way to the top. You know, like yeah. like it, it it if you're not if you're kind to people, you will have an easier time accomplishing your goal or something. Like it sure, does, it can't right, even actually right. truly access the goodness of kindness because it needs to justify it via plot device in a power in a power grab. in a power. Yeah, it's like oh, well, yeah, kindness is more true. powerful yeah, than badness, right? Yeah. Kindness literally yeah. physically overpowers these things. Right. But like, yeah. but that 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 power is like 
either metaphorically alluded to because like oh we're, kindness overpowers bad or right it's like literally helping them accomplish the goal in the allegory steven yeah i don't think i don't i agree with your point right it can only use the vehicle of a presupposed meaningfulness to even posit that things are meaningless and then overcome that meaningless right like like it's not like things started off being meaningless and then they generated meaning and conquered it right they they start yeah. with meaning <laughs> right. right it's like i mean it, it could be based a film that starts off with five hours of static and then uh you know somehow i want to hear your yeah. point i just want to point out the rock scene really briefly but go on they they think that they're accomplishing that i think i don't think I they think, think that with the rock scene they yeah get... i think they're saying despite of it okay go on well uh, yeah yeah i think the juice is around the normative claims right i think they're saying like hey you loser who lives a life a lot like these characters who wishes they married someone else who thinks they could have had a life as a famous kung fu life you know blah 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 like sure. you might think your life is meaningless here's why it's not and ultimately, the here's why it's not is because, like, cinema itself, like, even the opening scene before we get into all the universe bullshit, right? It's like, right, the power of cinema is evidence of the, the you know, the, the meaningful, like, as soon as you see this, you see meaning, you see this, you see that. Like, that's the real juice. Uh, but, like, what is cinema, right? He's like, we can make it. We can make narrative. And then they've got the universes as, like, a, you know, sub-allegory for that whole idea. Um, anyway, so I just think, like, I don't think that they think that they're truly contending with the concept, although it definitely, they seem to have ideas about how right. they, or they, they do contend with the concept in terms of how they, whatever. But I'm saying, I think this meaningfulness generating the reason why things aren't meaning, you know, or sorry, meaning the meaning being used to generate, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah, over all that, right. that. You think conundrum? that's known? Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely known by them. Other, I mean, they, they're making the movie. Yeah. They, they start the uh, movie, that, they know what they're the, doing. The, no, the, what they're the truly problem, kind of overcome is an no, audience's conception the, of no, their lives of meaningless. I, I, I think, I think on a level, you're, on a level, you're correct, but I think the issue is that the final, the final, not just final. I mean, the last 30, 40 minutes, as soon as they introduce like an everything bagel or whatever, and really start talking about it, you know, mm -hmm. um, they keep trying. Like, let's say I got blue windows. I got that. That the uh, the. What is it? She says, like, why does she at the end say, I know things are meaningless? Why does she say that? That is wrong. She says, because things are meaningless. She says something like that. This is the, the rock scene is the is the important scene here. especially. OK, yeah. Like, even but even I mean, she like she like she many times. She, you're right that maybe the directors, they couldn't hold themselves back and they ruined the ending of the film by once again re-elevating the meaninglessness as a as an ontological property about the world yeah and then we exist despite it's, it the mystery which of is, love is why you came is, looking for me but i and i also just want to say i mean the rock scene is important but i don't um oh very this is a note i wrote down wouldn't this movie have obviously been you could have just ended it at her breaking shit because she commits to this idea of meaninglessness and her life going horribly and it would be actually a great ending. Yeah. It would yeah. be extremely tragic 
and you would feel like this was such an important movie to have been made. <laughs> yeah, that would have made a way better point. But, so yes, true. it would have made the point that you're saying, which is the directors know that things are meaningful despite all this, and that we're going to show that when things go wrong, you feel like shit watching people's lives go to hell because they treat things as meaningless because things are meaningful, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. It would have been a beautiful way to use that. Instead, they ruined the conclusion that I think you're right. They are in some level aware of in the last third by trying to just return it to happiness, you know, a dramatic comedy. Ha ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Things, everything does work out, you know, like, you, yeah. but, but they, but, but they, like I said, I just want to one time say they reestablished the ontological property of meaninglessness which yeah, is no, totally yeah. and, and they and they and they keep wanting to presuppose like dude i just want to chill like isn't it being a rock nice like ah oh, finally i could just chill and like not have to worry about anything <laughs> yeah yeah suck yeah, some kind suck of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a let's just like there is like a conscious like let's stop thinking about it because it's just meaningful anyways so like let's like like the even yeah the way that they even deal with it too they don't actually even come to any like real conclusions but i think this is this is something so okay another movie idea at following steven okay oh yeah uh steven i talked about this imagine this movie no multiverse no multiverse but it is a daughter who essentially black pills her mom uh they like it's awesome like this exact idea. same thing but the <laughs> mom the, 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 the daughter is thinks that things are meaningless has a very convincing case for it and convinces the mom of it and through you know whatever blah 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 i mean this movie this movie could be good but uh yeah it'd be, and it they, could be, but they, it could but, be really but, good but, this was but they literally movie. have the same rock conversation between them and she still says all the same thing she does in the scene that we've got right here where they're outside the outside the laundry mat and they're like talking they could literally she could literally still express the same sentiment of, like the mother could evelyn like of like you know we're all just you know tiny pieces of shit on a rock yeah. in the middle of nothing and it doesn't mean anything but i still love you like she could literally still say that and it could hit so much harder because there is there isn't a they don't build out this whole thing of her being literally this like eternal like i can know and understand everything being like she's still yeah. they would still exist within the frame that i think you experience if you this you know if this scene emotionally affects you and you take seriously what they're saying as being real sentiments you cannot actually take what they're saying seriously when she's expressing these sentiments of like you know whatever we're just on a rock and don't matter like that like you can only take that seriously when you are seeing them as they actually are, which is just like people, you know, and not these whatever Jabuta Papatekapeki Eternally. What was that about again? I forget the name. It's just just I don't know. It sounded like Gobekli Tepe. It's like it's like nonsense. I don't know. It is pure nonsense or was it a joke? I mean I forget. I, I don't remember, Man. but the, but the, but, but I don't know. But what I'm saying is that like, you know, the, the fact that they are coming into contact with this kind of ultimate knowledge ruins the whole of their ability to have that sentiment and have it be genuine and matter um, of being like, you know, cause, cause you know, I mean, I, I could still like them and care about the relationship and care about them finding meaning even though it still is philosophically pretty incoherent, like 
for them but i would be more sympathetic and care and there'd be kind of more of like a humanistic like connection if they weren't exposed to the reality or something of knowing that it's meaningless you know um and so i don't know so that's like i don't know it's like I don't, know, I don't know but that's the thing is when i watched it i cared i care when they're having this conversation outside the laundromat i'm like i'm like yeah it is meaningful because because you literally can't actually buy the point that it's meaningless you know like you can't actually adopt their view which is the uh, ultimate that's the real win of the film is it, it makes a bad movie that upsets you and in turn shows you that actually i do care so <laughs> hold on. i'm gonna launch into a point i might want to cut this out so i'm gonna i'm gonna we're not cutting it unless you say bad words or something or like out yourself okay (laughs) so so another like extreme uh like evil problem this film has is uh like how it deals with like subjectivity and the validity of other viewpoints and ideas and it then it explores this idea via, uh, you know, the multiverse and all these people are like other yous, which, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sidebar. No, they're not other me's. I'm me. That's a different person. But fine. I'll go ahead and I'll follow this, this, this idea that this is, in fact, me. Mm-hmm. Now, it explores the validity of other viewpoints only within its own pushing of own agenda that like other things that are sort of uh colloquially kind of maybe not uh considered to be okay by all people are you talking about chinese americans (laughs) right (laughs) and then it and then it launches her into other people and saying and then she then begins to adopt like oh you see so these other viewpoints are okay uh, she didn't. Did she uh, then blast into a, another person where she becomes a Nazi? Did she blast into a person where she becomes like an extreme like homophobe? It's like no, all like all of it. I mean, I guess she is in the be in the in the first one, she's, right? No, she's not an extreme homophobe. Right? She's just a she's just a traditionalist. Yeah, like it, is she uh, like going into launching another body that is. Uh, <laughs> okay i'm not gonna say it but you get my point like just some like you can you can adopt like some evil characters wait hold on right? can you say it can you say it and we'll believe it uh she's is she launching into her pedophile body oh yeah like, right. <laughs> like that's what i was gonna you know? say <laughs> yeah no no, that's, no, no, no. Like, it's, it's no i think i think it's totally valid and it gets at the same thing that we were kind of hinting at with the the bdsm spanking thing i mean that it is like a it is a like the 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 morality and your choice of how to do things that there's still that there's like a there's like a universal like fungibility of what you decide is right that like <laughs> literally yeah which it doesn't even believe in you know yeah like yeah, ultimately. yeah i mean one like, of the people yeah, on like, the stairs like, is a nazi whose elbow is broken yeah. so he can't yeah. throw romans and yeah, so she goes so, into the universe yeah, and like like, 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 like the idea the idea is his arm and then he does it and she's like, like yes like, <laughs> like, the, like there are obviously like just acts of unkindness like you can obviously commit unkindness and it is the right thing to do it just seems so obvious to say that yeah but it's like the film itself the f- doesn't like, seem think it's yeah, obvious they don't, or yeah, the they film really, thinks well, it's obvious but the, I mean, the characters don't well, right the right, thing right. is is that like you know day to day the the kind of having your moral axiom to uh be 
to be kind is actually, you know, not horrible, you know, like that's not, that's not bad. I mean, like, I mean like day to day, day to day that like actually functionally is probably like you can, you can function your most of your life, like, you know, being kind, but it doesn't actually end that being like, you know, your main priority, like to be kind, but like, I don't know. Steve and I talked about this when I very first watched the film and he hadn't, and I was telling him about it. I was saying like, um, it, like if he had said, do the right thing, yeah. like, that would, <laughs> instead of be kind, like that actually, it doesn't contend with or get at all the actual, like, um, it doesn't, it doesn't actually contend with the meaninglessness or anything or where do the right thing or what the right thing is or where that comes from. But it does at least presuppose a right thing to do that is not just this kind of uh, universal respect for, like, some kind of, yeah. Other know, people's whatever. desires? Yeah. No, well, I think yeah, that point is actually great. I feel like they're synonymous. Just just want to say that that's my point. I just. Uh, yeah, like, I think they're functionally <laughs> synonymous of, like, if he had said be kind versus do the right thing. They equally fail to address the root issue. They equally sure. don't actually mean anything. Like it's they're it, or they're both so vague and unspecific that they I mean they obviously mean different things and they mean something but like but if he had said do the right thing it would have been more obvious to audiences or whoever that it's like wait what that doesn't you know no I, I think mean, I, I mean I kind of think the op- opposite I think doing the right thing it is more ambiguous and strange but mm-hmm. the good thing is that it at least presupposes that there is a right thing yeah. Well, and so does more... be kind. The presupposition no, it doesn't. Is be kind so, no, is the right thing. Because, no, no, no. Because kindness kind is a thing. false specificity. The problem with kindness is a, it, it doesn't embrace its ambiguity because it also presupposes some sort of like... Um, so the right thing obviously is like an older world view because it implies some sort of like guarantor of what is right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Whereas, so that's a more traditional thing versus the more liberal take would be obvious and liberal, obviously, I mean, capital like liberalism, mm-hmm. you know, ideologically liberalism. Um is the more be kindness because kindness treats uh it 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 doesn't act like there's a unifying structure and institutional or 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 abstractly institutional structure that unifies things and instead we can as the as the march up the stairs showcases it's about delivering people their individual wants so it treats people on an individualistic level as opposed to a collective body that's under that's uh, that has the right above it. The right, what is right, applies to a whole people as opposed to kindness, which is something that's subjective and, in, and based on the individual in, um, inherently. So the problem with kindness, and, and, and obviously you could say kindness is the thing that collectivizes people, but the problem is that it, it, it inherently is atomistic because when she's going up the stairs, she's giving people an, a unique thing for each person and so it implies that it's it, it's actually like a fake and it, it's a fake specificity. It is ambiguous, but it it pro it seems to offer some sort of specificity, like a code of acting. Mm. Whereas do the right thing properly is ambiguous. The only thing it seems to say is that there is something, uh, there is a right that yeah. which is important. This is a very would, different way of treating things. It's it kind of a based, moral landscape type vibe. It would be based if yeah. she's walking yeah, up the actually. stairs and. Some guy says, all my problems would be solved and it'd be the most nice thing you could do ever if you killed this other guy. And then one of the other guys says, no, I want to live. And he's like, and she's like, shit, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's like, yeah, it stops her way up the stairs and she's like, actually, never mind. It's just meaningless. And she gets sucked yeah. into the donut hole. Like, yeah. I would like and that. It, even if it would have been yeah. like, whatever, yeah. that Nazi joke would have been pretty funny. If she was like going Dude. up the stairs and establishing this ethic of kindness, 
and there was like a Nazi yeah. who wanted, you know, some Nazi yeah. shit. Yeah, and yeah, she'd yeah, been like, all- uh, and then just like punches him in the face. Even if it would have yeah. been like whatever, like whatever, but it would have been still a little funny. If yeah. she, if she, if that had happened, it would have, you know, contradicted the point of be kind, but it would have made the which is good. We like that. Coherent. I was gonna say yeah. it would have made yeah. the film more co- coherent yeah. if she encountered something. I, like I, I, I also yeah. would appreciated if. Like, so you can make the argument, like, that, uh, like, um, at least the daughter, like, has been or did go through full nihilism. Um, I I would say that she hasn't because the whole time she's standing outside of the donut trying to look for uh, meaning already within, like, some sort of structure that is already there. But yeah, she wants her mom to join her in the first place, which already doesn't make well, sense. Well, she, well, she, yeah, and she, and she also wants, yeah, and she also like is hoping that she will give her something to not be sucked into the donut, right, into the full nihilistic hole. Mm-hmm. I would have like kind of appreciated if they had fully gone to the yeah. nihilistic hole, yeah, and then and then had come out of it in sort of like a Nietzschean way, even though like. You know, that could have introduced some sort of other problems. But the thing is, is that they always are stepping. They're always one step outside of full nihilism. So they don't even like fully commit to like their own worldview in a sense, like which is, I guess, what we've been saying. But like it's it's like physically represented in that by them just remaining outside of the nihilistic hole. I think they are. I think they think that they did a Nietzschean move where she's like. You know, yeah, life is meaningless, but we can do it. We can make our own. I think they think yeah, they, they did. They like with the pleb, yeah. the pleb Nietzsche take is like, yo, yeah, God's not real, but I'm not a nihilist because I can make my own meaning. Yeah. But they don't make their own meaning. Well, well there's yeah, a they mysterious. Make, they, make a a, really, they make a really shitty They do a love. They also don't, and they also don't make a meaning. They, yeah. On, well, yeah, they, they literally they, don't make a meaning, but the filmmakers maybe think that they do in some way. Um, but then also the meaning that they do make that the that the directors in some way think they made or they they made sucks. It's like bad. It's like actually a bad and empty thing. It's literally a two hour elaboration on the scene in Interstellar, where it's like yeah, love is the answer. Like all this multi dimensional blah 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 blah. How are we going to save the world? Love. I was okay. in the theater and I yeah, said and I said that exact same thing, Stephen. I yeah, Merv, love. I, yeah. Yes. It reminds yeah. me of Brody, that episode of Rick for and the Morty. Record, for, the, for the record, Brody did say this in the theater too. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what it is. That's awesome. It's nice. like these films dig themselves into such deep holes and then just need to say the L word. And then it's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, it's yeah, like it's Rick like and Morty they, they multiverse default, adventure. Oh, so life is meaningless? Kind of... Yeah, but I love you. Oh, okay. They have to default on some kind of they, – they want to like reaffirm some kind of – a colloquial or like you know common understanding of what's good or what's yeah it's just like accepted yeah moral but landscape they, mode same hair they time. do it yeah they do it without like actually having to do it they just like it's they just, just so say stupid it they just they're say like, it they're they like literally it. they're like look it, this literally can't exist but it does anyways and yeah it's like i <laughs> but it whatever. does yeah but it well, actually wait. does and that's why humans are awesome oh my god i i I want to say that I think that the, so we all agree that there's tons of problems with the way that the directors try to wrap up any philosophical component or any like greater meaning or anything. But isn't it, it doesn't it feel like this was bleeding into the general 
like full like the whole way that the form was treated throughout the whole film past like the first 20 minutes feels like it's falling prey to this philosophy and that we can see it in an aesthetic form in its constant self-undermining and things like this and non-commitment to any real ideas and lack of general character progression aside from I Michelle Yeoh kind like her progression kind of happens I she does have a progression that we've had, even though we had like Stephen Troy can say, but I just want to say, right, we will get into it probably, but I totally disagree about like the whatever. I don't know, Stephen. I think, I think you're right. She, obje- she objectively progresses. I agree. She yeah. objectively progresses, although ultimately I don't even like her. She never becomes someone I like. No. But oh, hold on. Yeah. I root for her, sure, but I don't actually like her. I don't. I barely do. Yeah, but she oh, she she does she does start as like a basically oh. she starts the movie as like a total moron and ends the movie as like a a moron as a who says different things. As a giga <laughs> moron, a, a, a nice moron, on, a nice moron. I think the big thing of why we why imagine some more conventional film where there's like a very there's like a narrative and a story and a plot or whatever, and then there's like some periphery thematics and ideas and philosophies that are getting expounded, and it's like right, you're not gonna watch Harry Potter and be like. Oh, this whole movie fails because the the symbolic of the phoenix is like a totally false premise, and it's right. like right because they're because well, it's not suffi- false. Yeah, this movie, the the philosophy is so explicit, and the whole plot and all the interactions and everything is geared towards explicitly proving the material right. philosophy. Yeah. That it's like insofar as the philosophy fails, everything else fails because it's the reason you care about what's going on. Yeah, but yeah. So Ooh, like okay, but yeah, like it, it's not I like think, saying, "Oh, this movie fucking sucks because this little idea they had was wrong." I didn't agree with well, that. Like about time or well, something. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though: is that when I when I when I watched the movie though, and you know, I was kind of primed to have it. Like I think I said this kind of a little bit earlier. But, yeah. Um, where it's like I was primed to have things undermined for me, but I think that it actually, in many ways, the emotional groundedness and my caring about it stays constant in spite of it attempting to undermine itself (laughs) or like like i actually but it's like the reason for why that is actually i think has nothing to do with why the filmmakers think it is and actually just has to do with the fact that like you know things matter or whatever i don't know blah 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 i mean like i I don't know it's like regardless of how far away I, i don't know i don't think i think that I don't know. I don't actually, I don't actually, I felt like I still cared throughout the entire thing. Like I never was like, I never stopped caring. Maybe I started caring a little bit less at points, but like, I still ultimately like, whatever, I still cared about, you know, what was going on generally speaking and, and why it was happening. Like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know, at least, I don't know. I never, I never, it it seemed as though it shouldn't have, um, but it still did because I felt like the the weight of the scenes was still, I don't know. I mean, like, I think it was still written and acted well in those, like, moments, even though it's, like, whatever still has this, like, bankrupt thing that's, like, looming over it. Um, Listen, I got choked up multiple times. Yeah. It's working, I mean, yeah. It's working some magic, but it's, yeah. I yeah. think, ultimately I, super I unsatisfying. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel emotionally choked up at all. I was only emotionally invested for the first thirty minutes. Yeah, Steven, Steven. And, I, yeah. and I and and I remember like. And I feel hard. I I I remember, <laughs> I remember like the 
when it first enters into one of its kung fu sequences, you know, and it was, I don't know, 15 minutes long or something. And I was like, Phew, man, that was, that sure was something. I can't wait to get back to the other stuff, the good stuff now. And it, and it never did. It just, yeah. it just yeah. kept going. And like, and the part of the problem with the kung fu sequences is it had a little bit of like a tenant effect where you're Uh-oh. sitting there. Troy's, Troy's careful. <laughs> Troy's getting ready. Yeah. Troy's pulling out his nose. Troy's pulling, pulling out the, the, the yeah. mega NZ file yeah. of tenant. He, okay. I, I, uh, it had a little bit of like a tenant effect where you're watching the action, action sequences and you're, and you get caught up every once in a while and you're like, wait, so there, but then, so this is a back, so this is backwards, but then, and, and you're like trying to like piece together, like how the action sequences are happening. And then you're, you realize like, wait, this doesn't make an entirely whole lot of sense. But then you say like, okay, well, fuck it. Right. Like whatever, whatever you, you just, you go along with the movie and you try and become invested. But the thing is, is that every single action sequence was ultimately just like repetitive and boring and lay random but not even truly random and it like just felt like the same thing over and over again with the added like goof factor you know so like when he like goes in he's like trying to get the butt plug in his ass you know like i'm just rolling my eyes i'm like dude jesus christ like (laughs) <laughs> like this sucks this sucks <laughs> <laughs> yes the i listen guys listen guys i did not i i this is going in my cringe know. compilation i didn't feel, i did i don't really feel i didn't Me? I for sure i for sure i for sure i for sure i felt this way more so when i first watched it because i was expecting more to happen with the original plot you know yeah, the, I kept the story thinking, we care about. I kept thinking, man, yeah, when are we going to get back to that? When are yeah, we going to get back to that? The first 30 minutes, right. Right, the first yeah, 30 no, minutes. So I definitely, I definitely am on board with that. I definitely <laughs> am on board with that being the case. But my total disenjoyment or like just like, oh my gosh, please stop. I don't want to see this. Just do anything else but this. Like, I did not feel that way. Steven. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't that way immediately. It Steve, gets that way though. I yeah. go in. I didn't go in. I, w- I did not go in with a negative attitude. I swear I, to God, dude. I, like, dude, I came like, in. I came in not yeah, heard, hearing about this I, movie. I I wanted to enjoy the fun parts. I was excited, you know. Steve, you know, I fu- I, when I go to the movies, I am excited. I'm, I paid money to go to that theater. I'm not trying to roll my eyes, but dude, the first thirty minutes, as I said, great. You have that kung fu scene. I agree with Brody. I was like, whoo, finish that. Whew, God damn, that was kind of long okay let's get to it and it doesn't until maybe there's like brief there's like 10 minute segments at like uh you know every every 20 minutes there's a 10 minute segment of like dramatic development earnesty pow something these were every time this happened you had 20 minutes of scaffolding set pieces that fucking were boring like they were just boring they were they were lame lay random i found i find rick and morty more fun than this these lay randoms were were boring they were just bad jokes i have to quickly just say i actually support brody and what he said well put except for the tenant comparison that was fucking cringe (laughs) (laughs) um like fuck i was gonna say something what i think so i'm gonna i think we need to switch to the patreon yeah i have 10 to 15 more minutes yeah i think we need to switch to the patreon uh because i also 
have some obligations. I have to watch. I couldn't think of something funny. Okay. Did you want to say something though, Brody? Did you have a point uh, queued up in your mind, ready um, to launch? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so like the uh, I have a point. I, like I don't know something else. It's like sort of a smaller thing uh, in the grand scheme of what makes this film so terrible. But um, so you know, presumably, uh, she has lived a fucking trillion lives by the end of this film, right? Same. And then, and <laughs> that's how and, made me feel. It hurts. Uh, yeah, and so, but then now she's sort of like returning to her like typical existence, you know. Yes. But like, dude, imagine you lived that many <laughs> lives, yeah. where you're like a kung fu st- and like all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, I know that's why it's so powerful. It's like no, dude. It's like, <laughs> even after all that, she'd rather do taxes and well, yeah, laundry. It tries, yeah. It tries to reaffirm, yeah. But it, but it actually, it actually, if anything, it actually reaffirms the, the fantasy of having the other lives in some ways as yeah. being like, dude. I don't know. Maybe this is an about time moment where it's like, you have characters that can you know experience something that everyone wishes they can experience, and they do it by pro- what's this phrase, Stephen? Like pleasure proxy or something like this. Like the VCR, um, I I don't. You just don't some object you channel, like some object does. Oh, the, fetish? Huh? The, it's well, it's some kind of a fetish. Some enjoy, object does yeah, the enjoyment for it, you. It enjoys for you. Anyway, yes, the, yes. these characters get to live out your desire to experience all your past other lives, including marrying someone better than who you married. But then they come back and say, "I'm the all wise one," and. Actually, living my normal life is the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. about time where they get to do all these ridiculous things, explore all the possibilities, and the end be like, actually, the best way to live is by not using time travel. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, your best life is not where you're married to the person you actually married. Yeah. No. <laughs> obviously. Like, unironically, obviously. What are you talking about? Yeah, and, and it, but, yeah, and it tries to, like... Yeah, you get to you get to go through all of these things, but then the film tries to like pat you on the head. Like yeah. it's okay, buddy. You know, Look, your life's actually the best one. I, and like I've, yeah. I have a quote I have a quote from the dialectic of enlightenment. It's short. Very short. Whoa, here we go. Language language that speaks only to truth arouses impatience to get down to the real business. So that's the good. Con- that that's that is a great quote, and that's what this film was problematically doing. It keeps thinking that it's speaking to some truth, an omniscient truth, an omniscient sense of meaninglessness, and that's what caused me to constantly feel, get down to the point, and a point that is constantly subverted time and time again through set pieces. You better not tell that to a certain objectivist we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just jashed. I would also like to reaffirm... <laughs> I also like to reaffirm... People, people in other universes, they're not you. So true. You you re, you remember yeah, that. Like so that. You are, so true. You remember so that. True. You remember that. Important viewer, to remember. That, I remember we got that. That there are not m- multiple yous. There's only yeah. one you. Okay. Yeah. There. Those are other people. Like even within yeah, this are, like yeah, if stupid. It exists, if this, it exists, there are other. They're not you. There's yeah. Yeah. even within this stupid ass idea of like this like borderline <laughs> like Scientology level like mysticism of 
of like how the world works within multiple universes, which is basically just to say, uh, did you know that if you did something else, something else would happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> so true. I remember you. We got all steamed up about a similar point after Dogville. <laughs> really? I don't yeah, that. just being like, you are not, <laughs> you are not that super poor person. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. True. All right, let's let's wrap it up and we'll switch to the page. Mm-hmm. All right, who's who's um? Let's go down the list. Yeah, oh, hell so yeah. nuke nuke first. I get to say what everyone's thinking, and then no one will know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, I like to keep it positive, and I ultimately I want to recommend things to people. So, who is this movie for? Listen, this is a millennial. Listen, this is a fine flick, and John just made a subtly good point. Because I think this movie is probably great for the person. Like this will this will help this will help you if you are a devout religious person, or <laughs> the type of person who would say something like, "Yeah, life is absurd, but you have to imagine Sisyphus is smiling," and that like mm-hmm. and that totally satisfies you and can carry you for years. <laughs> uh, then this is going to be really good for you. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. You know, whatever. It is pretty fun. Listen, is it better? It, it, I, I secretly enjoy it in the way I might secretly enjoy some other type of sludge like uh, licorice pizza, say. Because oh, it's at least... <laughs> I'm just so kidding. wrong. I'm just, just, that other. I'm just kidding. I don't even like it much. Doesn't matter. Doesn't I'm matter. just kidding. But the real point in that phrase being like, you know what? Like, I like a house. I'd choose... Well, not choose, but I like to see a house where they tried to do something kind of special and failed. Much more than I like to see, like a super conventional colonial. Like, how could you have gone wrong? So there is a secret pleasure, and at least they yeah. tried to do something a little fun, you know. Yeah. Just like you know, it's maybe better to watch Rick and Morty than it is, you know, than some cartoon that's just like super whatever. So there, you know, it's a little fun like that. I applaud the attempt, um, but ultimately, uh, pure unadulterated evil, the likes of which is you know paralleled only by like Hitler. <laughs> And other types of like <laughs> genocidal maniacs, so I think this should genocidal be illegal. Propaganda. I if it were up to me, I'd make this movie is... illegal. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. the, and the score is. Oh, and the score is. Listen, right? We we score within the frame of what it wants to be. Go for it. I'm giving it a one. Oh my god. Yes. yes. Wow. Kurt. Giving it a one. Yes. All right, guys. Yes. My turn. Steven's excited because he. Was... I was worried I was going to give it like a 2.5, and I was like, oh, man. Oh, well, no. just wait till what John I... says. No, yeah, John's, I know, John's I about to give it a 3.7. <laughs> John's giving I... it a hard 3.7. So, yeah, so the movie, the movie is. I I I enjoyed watching this movie both times. I didn't finish it the second time, but I was enjoying it. All the way up until the point I stopped watching it, and um, I I'd watch this movie again. I watch this movie again, but the uh, yeah, I think, please don't. I know this is yeah, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen and I's first conversation we had after he watched it, I was like, yeah, I thought it was funny. Everything, anytime I said anything, he was like, he was like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> what? Like, no what? way you thought? Are you are you serious? That's like he like, couldn't believe that I had a positive experience. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so the the And not even angrily, I was dumbfounded. I yeah, yeah say. I was like Honestly confused. Honestly yeah. shocked and confused. Wait, do you mean you found someone you dumb? shaking and crying. 
Yeah, what? I mean, I found someone. No. <laughs> okay, wait, okay. No, anyway, yeah, so yeah, yeah, the movie, I, I, I like, I, I enjoy the movie. I'm, I'm, I am, you know, for one reason or another, glad it was made uh, and think it is like a kind of, I think, I think it is, I think it is, it is great at explaining, you know, whether unintentionally or not a certain viewpoint. It's like a, it's a great, like, uh, little microcosm to pick apart and talk about as like a um, representative failure. of a failure <laughs> of, uh, of, of, of a contemporary of a very contemporary worldview. That's very common that, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think, it, I think you could start with this movie and talk about a lot of very pertinent uh, things like culturally or this, that the a lot other. of people um, worked on it. A lot, a lot of people, people worked, worked on it. On it good movie um they worked hard um, <laughs> yeah i watched a movie i watched a movie that a lot of people worked on and they didn't work very hard not very good yeah uh, no but i think um oh man there's something in particular i was gonna say um that was kind of in relation to something that troy's saying oh yeah no i'm down with i'm down with the fact that they you know they tried to do something super crazy and it was like you know i i is interesting is an interesting watch as far as like then i mean i don't know i haven't i've never watched a movie that is quite like this movie and that's in that itself just purely in novelty is like you know i mean yeah whatever yeah it's good we can watch it um but yeah i think um whatever philosophically bankrupt but i was still convinced by it emotionally in some regards you know i thought the acting was good i thought it was <laughs> it's okay times it's okay the funniest funny sometimes i thought the writing i thought the writing you know particularly the for that first 30 minutes <laughs> well is well yeah the yeah, yeah i mean the dialogue the is, writing was good, is yeah. good like the the character you know the little things are their little conflicts and how it all stitches together and the music and everything is good you should do the you should do the imitation you were showing me earlier the, <laughs> uh the i was not doing an imitation oh i remember what i was gonna bring up this is actually valid this is this is this is follows actually uh, uh i was gonna bring up a good point i think that this because it was because troy talking about uh, recommending this film to someone um i think that like legitimately if you are someone who relates more directly to the like familial conflict being this first generational immigrant thing it probably is legitimately a lot more impactful with like the content of what's being you know explored as far as like the the family like just on like a personal relatability level i feel like there's probably a lot more to be gained felt whatever um because from what I understand, from what I understand from like friends I've talked to who are like, you know, uh, like have similar like uh, familial situations or whatever drama, they like thought it was, you know, quite pertinent in that respect and blah, 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 blah. Even if it's like, you know, whatever, like we've seen it before in other movies. But, um, but I don't know. I thought that should be acknowledged just because it is like, I think, still relevant um, as something that like, you know, none of us can directly relate to and that's like nah, troy says no, no because he's i'm i'm, I'm not sold on this not. point but i'm I'm gonna let you make why because i can troy i didn't relate to the movie because he can't relate to the movie listen no it's not about <laughs> relating like, i can i listen i <laughs> i can see that it's so true 
I'm not some like boomer moron who has no idea what people are like and how certain situations are well, like. Sure. No, no, I'm not saying it's it, the experience is like inaccessible to you. In fact, like, you know, the fact that there's a film about it and if the film is good, it makes the experience accessible to you mm-hmm. by being a good film or a good piece of art. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not, I'm not downplaying that. I'm just saying like the fact that the film in some ways is not very good. It probably would be more like emotionally. We're, I'm still talking about recommending it to someone. Still. Mm-hmm. But like, you presumably you would like not. Somebody's, I know, somebody's enjoyment of the film. If someone came to you probably, and was like, oh, I'm first generation immigrant. I've got all these fucked up things. What would you recommend? You would never recommend this. You'd at least recommend Farewell I, before. Well, You'd recommend, you know what I mean? I agree that there. I agree with you that sure. there is that element. I mean, of this I'm, all I'm saying, all the only thing I'm saying is that their enjoyment of it is probably. I would guess. I mean, not even I would guess from from what I can tell. Elev- I mean, it's whatever. It's by like the personal you could probably you would probably. I'm with you. you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just yeah. the film would be more emotionally impactful purely by the fact that it is more directly relatable. That's all I'm saying. I'm with you. Fair. I think I, th- the I end. think that is true. What's your score? Um, three three point oh, two. Yeah. Okay. Three point two. Alright. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> and um are you guys familiar with what a crush is when it in relation to a stampede? Yes, of course. Human crush events? No. Dude, I am it's well read on them. Thing. So a crush is when you cannot breathe because there's something making it so you can't get out of this small and trapped area or something like that. So this, instead of being trampled and dying, you are suffocated by the sheer mass of bodies in an enclosed area. Mm-hmm. Or you're being literally crushed on your diaphragm because there's so many people. Either Shout way. out to Mecca. <clears throat> right, exactly. So I, what I wanted to say is clearly there's a perverse taboo enjoyment in watching a live leak of a Mecca crush. Yes, um, in the sense that there's a perverse uh, enjoyment of watching any live leak of any horrible tragedy. And you're, so you're <laughs> saying this generation <laughs> hold on, hold on, is hold on. the horrible tragedy. Wait, go on, Steve, go on, Steve. And so what I'm saying is that in the same way that there's a perverse interest in watching live leaks of Mecca crushes, there is a perverse interest I get in watching this terror of a film, uh, <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yeah. Basically, this movie was bad on so many levels, but I agree with John's point that it, or and Troy's point, Troy's point, that it is fun to watch something that's trying to do something fail more than watching something that's not trying to do anything and achieve it in a mediocre way. I agree with that. So I do get an enjoyment out of it in that sense. However, I can't say that that's a testament to the film's quality but a testament to just this more, this separate abstract quality of what is like, I don't know, like the thought, the thought component that we bring to a film afterwards or something like that. Um, yeah, this movie was insanely boring, pretty mediocre <laughs> on so many levels. Uh, give it like, uh, I mean, a one out of five. And um, like, it really is sad that troy thinks this movie is a similar tier as the whale no i that's really a, I, oh, I don't so. think so we never talked about this we should have oh, a whale okay. podcast i don't think so whale the whale is productive i don't think so product conversation okay uh so one out of five that's my score 
And uh, I take back that whole Mecha Crush thing. I was just trying to, I just recently was reading about Mecha Crushes. They're They're so crazy. And and ultimately I disavow any sort of situation like that. That's so sad and bad. And I feel for all the people. (laughs) I just wanted to make an edgy joke about life. We need a Mecha Crush episode. That's why I said that. Also, quick comment just about your thing about like the quality of the film versus as a tool for discussion. Uh, I think by John's attitude about this, he would find the Third Reich to be a 10 out of 10. Because it's emotionally, why? Because it's emotionally. Because it's so interesting, powerful, and it produces oh, such that's such not, good. That's not where that's not where my score comes from. Know, my score I, comes from my enjoyment of the film. I know. I'm just kidding. Wait, no. Saying, Troy's enjoyment would be the third right. No, you were the one who brought up that idea. You first. Yeah, no, John brought it up. No, 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 John. No, John brought up. John brought up the idea by saying, he was like, "Well, you know, I find it like super. Well, yeah, I like that it was trying to do something." John. Uh-huh. Was the one who took the next step and saying like it's really like, like cool to think about it and like as a, as a thing for like as a reflection for a culture and idea that's very popular and like this and that. And so John Isn't loves like, I thought that's loved what the Nazi saying. regime because <laughs> it's so there's so much to think about and it's like okay anyway sorry go <laughs> anyways. Uh, for the re- for the record, John is not a Nazi. John is not a Nazi. Actually, also, he's the absolute opposite. Also, <laughs> also, guy, also for he's the record, also for the Kindest record, guy. I think that there actually is a point to be made that that does not actually logically follow. Like for what, why, why I would be glad a piece of art like this would be. Oh, made. of course, I'm with you. But this doesn't, yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. There's not like the implicit logic. Does not. Yeah, I'm just actually. I'm just joshing. It's totally true. I'm joke. happy this was made because it was trying to talk about. I just want to be clear that what I'm saying is still valid. That it's not just like haha joke Nazi, but also John's an idiot. No, not just are you valid. Like not just is the idea valid. You are valid. Thank you. One hundo. Okay. That's all I wanted, dude. I'm the guy who brings up about time as much as possible. You think I don't love that that movie was made? <laughs> Even though I think it's a negative one thousand. <laughs> true. 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 All right. Sorry. Uh, if I could go back in time and take one object with me, <laughs> it would be it would be <laughs> it would be a DVD player with preloaded with with everything <laughs> everywhere all at once, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I would I would uh, then show it to everybody, um, uh, wondering as as a little as a little sociological psychological psychoanalytical psycho experiment uh that (laughs) that, uh uh because okay so it's like super the most interesting thing about this movie is that people fucking love it that that is the most interesting thing about it um and that it is something that is 100 percent like can basically only be made today uh and it is indicative of um where people's minds are going in respect to how it is that they should be uh living their life plus it's just general sort of schizotypal is that even a word sort of schizo (laughs) sort of uh maximalist (laughs) okay (laughs) john showing memes the the uh sort of like uh, hyper maximalist. Do, do you think this movie is more Democrat or Republican? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on iron, on iron, unironically, I don't actually think that this 
is like I don't think it's yeah, super I don't think it's super like obviously the blue blue wing blue left yeah there's there's you know, nothing like, about this movie no, that has anything related to any political agenda so so like isn't it a political film a <laughs> yeah. 24 a political yeah the it being yeah it like it is uh also like i think very based uh in like like internet I, culture and like the way that like we now interface with media uh to begin with at this uh like in the current now you know with everything sort of being all kind of randomized and mixed up and blenderized um but if i was the ruler of the world this film would be illegal uh this this fucking blows uh, I kind of, I kind of wonder if this film is injecting more evil into the world, or if it is just simply symbolic of uh, the evilness that already exists. Um, but yeah, I give this film a fucking. Can I give it a zero? Can I give it a point one? Of course, you can give it whatever you want. I'm, I'm giving it a zero. Oof. Fuck this movie. Maybe the first zero. <laughs> That's so awesome. I unironically like <laughs> I like your starting another, idea. That's another one for Steven. I like your starting <laughs> yeah. idea of you know like the meme where it's like if you gave a Dorito to a Victorian era person it would kill them. Something you know what I mean? Like replacing Dorito with this movie yeah. is is yeah. is probably unironically a interesting idea. Yeah. No, I mean seriously, like like what would somebody like even if like, you know, we take it to somebody who like has seen played films this for you know like you you bring it to this the in 70s Soviet Russia mm-hmm. yeah sure you sure you'd be you know? killed yeah <laughs> for like, good reason I on I unironically like how wonder, like reason. how they would inter- interface with something like this right because like uh, somebody from 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 previous times right where uh, the idea like nihilistic ideas. In, in a time where nihilistic ideas aren't, like, pertinent through an entire generation, right? Obviously, they've existed for a long time. But, like, you know, you sort of live in a world where most people understand or believe that there is some sort of, like, implicit value that is, like, upheld by, like, a structure. You know, you, you show this movie to, like, a hardcore Catholic, you know? And, like, like would they then, like, watch this movie and be like, holy shit, like, would there... Would there brain starts to change into like a kind of uh, more nihilistic uh viewpoint some sort of positive nihilism or uh i don't know maybe this shit just like wouldn't even make any sense you know because it it could only it could it could uh, only yeah, yeah. exist it could it could only exist in the time of this idea already being pertinent well it's not yeah it's not persuasive as to what the problem is so i think to the catholic it'd be like you know, like it's not going to convince anyone of the problem. Yeah, it's for the person like, who already, they they just be like God, obviously. Next, stupid. Like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Based. Sure. Which doesn't actually, just to be fair, does not actually mean anything as to the validity of the Catholics' point. But yeah, just, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I'm using Catholic Catholicism because Catholicism, like it is the sure, most, sure, sure. Like, it's like the, it's like the, institution. Yeah. Of, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a fine institution. 100%. It's a, <laughs> they, I remember they, there were a bunch of stories back in the day. Fine, I respect the priests um, 
doing like pedophile things. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> Do you guys remember? You guys. Yeah. I wonder what happened about all that. Did like, anybody stopped. remember what happened after? Did they, that? did they deal with that? Did they deal with that? <laughs> they I actually have a relative who was a Catholic priest, and he was excommunicated or something, or something nearly excommunicated. He was executed. Excommunicated, and he wrote a book on the problems of pedophilia and pederasty. Is really? pederasty also related? Yeah, uh, and he wrote a book, and you can get it on Amazon. I'm not going to plug the book because I don't actually want to be associated with it at all. But because maybe it's not good, maybe it's good. I have no idea. But no, that's uh, that's that's. And his name is Stephen. Wow, Whoa. dude, I'd be interested in checking. A little self insert. No, 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 not me. Not me, no. Apparently, right. we're giving way too much free content. But he's actually not. We got to switch the right. page. Sounds good. <laughs> So if we can, you guys, uh, if you guys are listening uh, still, please, uh, please subscribe to our Patreon. Please, we need. We can money. find it nowhere and everywhere all at once. Yeah, it doesn't exist, but it does exist. <laughs> it does exist in another universe. In another universe, we have a Patreon that we want you to subscribe. Well, somebody else has a Patreon that they want. Yeah, sorry, yeah. not you. <laughs> in another it's universe, a, there's it, someone else that we want to. Yeah, it's just a different Patreon. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's literally just different. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it's called Matreon. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Another successful psyop. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,